This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. You can call me Truck. We, I'm joined by Shane O'Mac and Culls. You can find us on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker, at S. McCormick underscore FF, at Culls underscore Sports. Make sure you follow the show. It's at Fantasy Road Show. This episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter promo code ROADIES40 at checkout for 40% off. That's ROADIES40 for 40% off. Boys, how are we doing? This is uh, week 12, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I know we're, we, I'm not going to be seeing you guys too much uh, over the next couple of days, but um, Shane, what, what do you got? Any big plans going on for Thanksgiving? Uh, we got, yeah, we got a big family get together, eating about 1130 all the way through about seven. So nonstop pretty much. So nice. At, nice. The, at the Omax household? No, it's 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 the uh, Papa and Mama Omax house. Papa oh, and Mama nice. Omax. Yeah. Nice. Wow. So, yeah, That's and then awesome. all the family coming in from different places. So just a bunch of Dallas Cowboy fans sitting around. Oh, we them boys. Who uh who does most of the cooking? Oh, it is predominantly like, so it's divided up. So like my mom does like the potatoes and stuff. And then my dad is all about the stuffing, like the homemade stuffing. And it's an annual argument. Oh, you put too much sage in there. It's too spicy. There's too much sage. (laughs) I didn't put any sage in there this year. You're just crazy. And that's awesome. How long has that argument been going on? Oh, every year. Fast last five years for sure. 100%. Yeah. Um, I've recently gotten into cooking a lot lately and, uh, I, this is the first year I've looked up like how to, you know, make your own stuffing and gravy and, uh, and all that stuff. So next year I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to cook a homemade Thanksgiving. Ooh. So I, I'm going to do it. So pretty excited about that, but I, I'll sign up for that as well. Next year. I will, yeah. I will go. I, I will, uh, do that as well with you so we can share notes and, and, and have a sounding board with our I love first that. time I love Beautiful. that well in, uh, in the in the season of thanksgiving i'd be remiss not to ask you guys what's your favorite side dish this is the ongoing debate across the internet shane what's your favorite side dish it is a hundred percent stuffing hundred okay. percent the 101 every year no doubts about it all right shane or calls what about you yeah i mean so i think i agree um however like it's all of it I, I i once again it's not just a straightforward answer with me everything's got layers to it <laughs> for me it's like i don't sit there and i i do the stuffing gravy green beans you know what i mean like it's all one bite for me so yeah um so it's hard for me to just like say one because it's all it's all inclusive like you know it'll be stuffing green beans and then like a little bit of potato and like a little bit of mac and cheese and then gravy on top. And that's all one bite. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that do it as well. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for me. Oh, I also like my dad, he puts, he'll put out like a bowl of black olives and I just, eat the entire house those olives yeah yeah. yeah. i am not an olive guy i hate it no oh i always wondered who who's eating those crappy black olives everyone puts out (laughs) yeah so that's my dad like 
he always fills it back up. He's like, who the hell is eating these olives? And like, it's been a thing. <laughs> we didn't realize it until recently that he didn't know that I was taking it into the other room, housing all the olives and putting it back. And then yeah. he, every year he's like constantly filling up the olives and I just constantly swoop in and house them. Yeah. Um, I'll eat all, I'll eat every olive in the house. Like, Ugh. I remember uh, when you worked at the bar, you used to eat all the olives, all those blue yeah, cheese olives. olives. You would house those. Oh, yeah. I love olives. It's the sodium thing that, like, you know, I've never been a sugar guy. Like, I won't touch a pie, guaranteed. Like, I won't touch one thing with sugar, but I'll be housing. So I, I get I get down on some pumpkin pie. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That's the yeah. Best. Um, yeah I, 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 I won't touch any, any, like, I won't even look at it ever, really. Any kind of... I mean, I, I'll eat a cookie every once in a while, but that's about it. Yeah. My um, favorite side dish is a bit controversial. Um, okay, let's hear it. And it's probably not the most popular, but it's a green bean casserole. I love See, I bean like, casserole. Yeah, I put that as that is, one. But to me, it's got to be made right. Like, I've had some green bean casseroles where they just weren't good. I'm not a big fan of the cream of mushroom that's traditionally made with. I prefer with, like, a cream of chicken and rice. And mix yeah. it all in there. Oh man, it is good. I make the, I make a really good one. The crunchy on top, the crunchy stuff on top, or well, yeah, the the yeah. fried onions, the frazzled fried onions, onions are still yeah. on top. But yeah. um, the soup that's that you mix with the green beans itself, uh, I prefer a cream of chicken rather to a cream of mushroom. But that's the details. Uh, I also I love some deviled eggs. I don't <laughs> know about you guys. Do you guys usually get deviled eggs on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I mean that's another thing that I would just house. Like I would just eat all oh, of yeah. them. I eat I um, eat probably 12, 12 eggs on a, on a given Thanksgiving with uh with the deviled eggs. They're so so uh, Mrs. Shane O'Mac just had for years could not do those correctly. She had so much problems that she just <laughs> mastered them like in the last six months. Wow. Yeah, I use my my grandma has a famous recipe I use and I just tweaked it a little bit. I put some crumbled bacon on top too. Oh it is wow, to die for. Yeah, good um, stuff. Good stuff. That's outstanding. I uh yeah, so I that's I I'm the guy that like eats nonstop the entire it's my favorite holiday by far. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Same yeah. Thanksgiving football um all day, food all day. I it's also my favorite. This will be a, a good way to add real one proteins into it. This <laughs> it's my favorite day to work out as well. Um Christmas Day and Thanksgiving especially because you can go and just like hit a lift in the morning and then all that does is causes you to eat more like mm -hmm. it's, you're just craving more fuel. So yeah. I'll hit like a really strong leg workout where you like, you know, heavy squat or something like that to where you're just fiending food all day and then just eat more than everyone there combined. Like, yep. and it probably helps it when in, nobody, no one is at the gym either, too, right? Oh, it's the best, dude. And like, yeah, it's just this, deserted. It, <laughs> but like, th from when I used to go back to to Chicago for holidays, like, um, my buddy Brick that I always mention, like, he's got a home gym. Uh, uh he's got a gym in his garage. So like, a bunch of guys will just meet up over there in the morning and like get a leg workout, and then see like send plates of food for the rest of the day who's eating more like it's just the best and then football i mean every single game don't miss one snap uh yeah it's i love thanksgiving so yeah 
Uh, all right. Well, we are here talking uh, week 12. Go ahead. Yeah. The rule one, how I was going to bring it in. But favorite day to lift. Um, I, I, I was going to also mix up a essential amino for um, this episode, uh, recovery and hydration. Um, I just, so I, what I use this for, I think I mentioned it before, but I like to just say why I take certain things also, um, muscle recovery and hydration. So I, I did a, a deep sauna and I sweat, mm-hmm. woke up with a little tickle in my throat and a little bit of snot. So wanted to flush that out today. So, um, I, you know, took all my supplements, vitamin C, zinc, and then was just on a mission to just drink water and flush my system. So <laughs> went to the sauna, drank a ton of water, and this should be the uh, final cap. Blue raspberry lemonade. But, yeah, Ooh. rule one proteins. Sounds good. That's good. Blue that is lemonade. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But anyways, one thing I wanted to do for the episode today as well is let's all put in our 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 guesses for – Who's gonna win the turd? What is it, Turducken award or whatever? The Turducken. <laughs> yeah. Let's do our yeah. Turducken winners each game okay. as well. Yeah, so I was gonna say they do one for each game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, yeah, we are here talking week twelve, red light, green light, players we love, players we hate this week. Uh, a lot going on this week. A lot. So uh, and games start uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're going to release this. Most playoffs right are what week thirteen or fourteen? Mostly, uh, I believe they're week fourteen, 14 now 14. with the additional with that extra. They, they start 15, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, week fourteen yeah, 15, will be the last. 16, 17. Yeah. yeah. Three weeks yeah. left. I mean, it's super important. Um, if you're not out of contention, you're probably. You know, this would be the week that does the end. I know I have like, oh, oh uh, for example, the um, the fan tracks, the sports ethos league we're in, we're like probably out, but could, you know, go three for three and oh. And I mean, we're not going to because we don't have a quarterback. But anyways, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? You're probably like have to win out in certain circumstances if you're four and 11 or four and seven something like that you know so super important you know this is where you need to start making all the right decisions or get lucky um so anyways worth noting yeah we we suffered a tough loss last week to be shade and uh that i mean let's not we don't we don't have to get into specifics (laughs) (laughs) don't want to relieve that one but uh yeah anyway let's uh jump right into it um and let's cover some red light quarterbacks quarterbacks we don't like this week uh and i have two that are probably in the top 12 i think um one of them being justin herbert um justin herbert going against baltimore ravens this week the ravens are allowing the fewest points per game to quarterbacks they're also leading the nfl in sacks with 44 sacks i think the next closest is like 38 they're just completely dominating on the defensive side of the ball um third fewest passing yards per game and the fewest passing touchdowns uh, in total. So Herbert is coming off two big games uh, last week uh, or not last week. I'm sorry. He put up seven points against the Jets and 12 points against the Chiefs. Those are the last two best defenses he's played. So I think we're going to see a, see a game similar to that um, fantasy output. So, you know, I expect 10 to 12 points. There's better options out there and uh, we will be I'm confused for something you said. Go so ahead. you said uh, – his last two games were shit or they were good. No, he's coming off two big good defenses, games, yeah. but two. his last two times playing great defenses, defenses in the season 
was against the Jets and the Chiefs. Okay. He scored seven. So he's points coming off two points. good games, but those were the two top defenses that he played. Yes. Early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Prior to that, prior to those two weeks. Yeah. So right. uh, if I said that wrong, I, I was just but, confused. So I wanted you to clarify. Yeah. No, I fumbled through that. But yeah, Herbert, uh, I'm looking elsewhere. There's better options. Well, and a lot of a lot of his production last week. So what, eight points or seven points was just off of rushing yards, which is an anomaly for him. Yes. And the other reason I'm a little nervous and I have Herbert in multiple leagues is like, A, there's just no second receiving option. They all just are awful. Johnson's yeah. awful. It's basically Donald Parham and whoever. And then the Ravens are, I saw today, should be getting Marlon Humphrey back, which is a big addition to that secondary. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of that, too, Eckler isn't playing like himself either. So their run game suffering. Their defense is bad. They're dealing with drops. I uh, just don't want any part of it. So, uh, Coles, what do you got? Um, let's pass it over to Shane O'Malley. Oh, pass it oh okay. All right. I am going to go with the guy who is QB4 on the season. Um, okay. Right. So, and I am uh, telling folks to bench Sam Howell. Okay. Um, Fun uh, fact before you get in. Yes. Do you know Sam Howell leads the NFL in passing yards right now? I saw this today. I it, it it blew me away. He's on pace for over five thousand yards this year. He well, that makes NFL, sense, yeah. But I, I I completely agree with why you have him on your red light list. But go ahead and uh, it, yeah, it's just it. I mean, yeah, it you could say it's the teams they play, but there is a script that happens that you can just follow when Dallas is at home favored by double digit points. They have. Uh, allowed like the quarterbacks that have faced them have been on average like QB 26. They are awful. And yes, they've been bad quarterbacks like Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito and Mac Jones. Um, but this commander's team is a little bit better, but uh, their defense is horrible. I could just see this being another game where Dallas gets up early and they just pin back and just go after him. I mean, Hal is the most sacked quarterback in the league right now. Yes, yeah. and he also had three interceptions last week. So I would imagine uh, we see a couple of those this week as well. So, yeah, I like yeah, that. I, I do as well. I have him in a league, and I'm trying to replace him, um, I think, with Dobbs. But um, so this game is confusing to me. So I want to take Dallas, but also their Dallas is like – I think Dak is one and one one and eleven on, or no, that wouldn't make sense. I think the Cowboys are one and eleven their last twelve against the spread, on uh, on Thanksgiving Day. So the home favorites trends are extremely favorable for home favorites, and then also favorites of over seven a touchdown or more um, ATS against the spread. Those trends are like insanely good. It's pretty chalky. Um, on on Thanksgiving, typically isn't isn't that however, over under extremely high too? However, the the DAC has been horrible, and so has the Cowboys historically uh, against the spread on on um, on Thanksgiving. So that that worries me a little bit. Um, that being said, like that not, that line just keeps climbing. Um, 48 and a half is the over under. So yeah, I like, I personally gun to my head. I would take all three favorites, 
Lions, Cowboys, and Niners um, against the spread over a touchdown. So that being said, like because of the Cowboys historically, I'm a little worried about that game. Um, now, I totally see about how Howell like – I agree with you there because I'm trying to replace him in a league. I just, it, it seems like it's setting up for one of those games for the commanders where, like you said, Micah Parsons gets on him and just kind of mm-hmm. like quicksand, quicksand type of game. <clears throat> I don't know why it is they play like that on Thanksgiving. So that is the only thing that worries me. Um, Understandable. Anyways. All right. What do you got, Coles? Uh, Can't pass I it over to Shane this time. Let's pass it over to Shane O'Mac. <laughs> um, I I have Tua. Um, okay. Ooh. So I, I like that. Yeah. I, you saw what the Raiders did to them. It was just kind of a weird game. Um, this is going to be at, at, at the Jets. Um, this is going to be a weird one because I'm going to have another – I, I typically don't thread the needle. I know like um, we've seen truck in the past, like say he likes a game to go like he'll try to like middle a game and I'm actually doing that in this one, but um, I do not like Tua. I think the jets, as we've seen with their defense, like they're tough. They're tough at home. They've made some really good quarterbacks look bad uh, Tua, the way that he, stylistically plays the jets defense just kind of matches up really well if you can put pressure on him and make him uncomfortable his accuracy goes down he doesn't get the ball to those guys in space and that's what the offense is completely built around so um i just like the jets to get after him and kind of frustrate to uh um you know they'll probably still win that game and i think it's going to be closer than the nine and a half spread that it's currently at yeah, I can get on board with that. I have two on my list as well. Oh! Um, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I do have two on my list. He's a red light for me. Uh, Jets allowing the fifth fewest passing yards per game. Um, and isn't isn't um, Tyreek still dealing with that hand injury? I don't think he's fully healed from that, you know. So, uh, you know, I just think there's better options out there. Even though the, the Jets did get burned by Josh Allen last week, um, I, you know, Prior to that, they've just been a shutdown defense. So I'm, that was a bad spot for them going to Buffalo with oh, Joe yeah. Brady um, replacing Dorsey. Just um, you know, that's just a bad spot. But uh, yeah. and they lost to him the first game, like horrible spot for the Jets, right? Yep. Um, so coming back home, I mean, dude, now like Rogers is in the building every day. Oh yeah, it's next, next week, right? Yeah, like that. Just I think he's been in the building now. No, he's still rehabbing. Um, yeah, just I think the first week of December, he's going to be yeah. every day. Then I think, regardless, seeing yeah. Rogers come around the team, that's like pretty motivating to where they're like, you know, four and six. This is a much more important game for the Jets to try to stay around five hundred and get Rogers back. Um, not to mention Boyle is replacing Wilson. Uh, you know, Wilson probably was starting to lose the locker room a little bit um, with his play. So you bring Boyle in, you kind of have that extra bump, that backup bump. So because of those reasons, I could see this game being close and the defense being motivated, knowing that they have to carry him and 
you know, maybe an outright win, but likely to keep it close and frustrate that offense. Yeah. Yeah. Shane, how do you feel about that? Yeah, he was this close to being on my red light. I mean, oh, I, I was thinking about it. Yep. Uh, it was this close. There's a lot I don't like about this game and it'll dovetail in some later. Discussion. Yeah. Uh, okay. My well, other, well, my oh, other sorry, quarterback is, uh, is Russ. Um, I just think Russ against the Browns and they're due for a letdown spot. Um, I, I don't. I just. I really don't like this game for Russ and the Broncos. Like, I think the. I think the Browns win this game, and I think it's very low scoring and just kind of one of those <clears throat> Miles Garrett, um, his defensive player of the year type games where he's just gonna, you know, make Russ thankful that he's alive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I did. I, I had like Russell. That. I had Russell Wilson too. Do we have a trifecta here? A no, trifecta? Ah! I do not have Russell oh. on my list. Definitely in consideration against the Browns defense. That was he was a runner up for sure. God, do you know? So when I saw this, I, they have only allowed 98 yards passing in their last three games per game. <laughs> 98 <laughs> yards under 100. Per, no, no that they've averaged under. Oh, averaged. Uh, I was yeah. going to say total. Uh, that's insane. No, but opposing quarterbacks to be under 100 yards passing a game. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. So well, yeah, I, those are my two. Yeah. All right. I think mine. we're good then, right? Because Shane, that's yep. all yours. Uh, let's go to green light quarterbacks. Quarterbacks we like this week. Players you might need to consider starting out of the ones we just said. Um, I'll go ahead and start off. Uh, it's my hometown boy, Justin Fields. Whoa. Chicago Bears. BRB. Back on the green light list. Uh, I couldn't be more excited to talk about him. But his first game back, we saw it last week. He was the quarterback eight on the week. Uh, he had 18 carries for 104 mm -hmm. yards as a quarterback. We got to see what he looked like prior to last season or uh, in the in the success of last season. Um, and I hope they do it again this week going against the Vikings. Uh, they're giving up the ninth most points to quarterbacks. And uh, I think Justin Fields is going to have another top 10 week. Um, you know, he could have a better game passing and that rushing floor is just gets him uh, enough to be in consideration for top 10 for me. Yep, he was a close one for me. I, I'd really, like you said, I just love the way that they ran him. It was just like they did the final eight games last year when he had that huge stretch. Yeah. And I think they continue doing that. Uh, I think this is a sneaky high-scoring game, actually. Which one? I do, too. The Bears-Vikings? Bears. Yeah, Bears. I think it's a sneaky high-scoring game we're going to have on Monday night. Yeah, definitely. Um, Coles, what do you got there? With the Bears and the Vikings? Oh, or just whatever uh, green light quarterback You're you want to highlight. Well, why don't we just pass it over to Shane O'Mac? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get my chalk guy out of the way because then I've got a much better one coming up afterwards. So I'm going Dak versus the Commanders just because. Okay. So it was a bad game last week. I feel like they were trying to make a concerted effort to get Tony Pollard going and get a touchdown for him. This is going to be back to a four touchdown game for Dak, 300 yards. They go up like 25, 30 points just on the passing production alone. So would you go out and say that he will be the number one quarterback on the week? I would say yes. So I would start Dak over 
Josh Allen. Okay. Whew. Okay. All right. Spicy. I like it. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Do you think Dak is like, do you think he knows that I'll be watching too? <laughs> oh, obviously. I mean, yeah. That's, I feel like that's probably he's probably going to talk about that when he's getting his introduction tomorrow. I'd be like, listen, I was struggling until Cole's traded for me, and then I just felt so motivated to really yeah. turn it on. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I, really, I wasn't really motivated when Truck was going to become a Cowboys fan. It, it, that didn't motivate me. It, it was when Cole's traded for me. But, yeah, I agree. Um, I well, like uh, it. I, I like it a lot. Um, I. We'll transition into mine home golf. I think he's going to be uh, another home. I, I, those first two games, I think you're going to see the home team roll and the quarterback play be really, really good. I mean, you know, home golf, um, he kind of likes the spotlight too. Right. Um, and, and this offense just, I just feel like this is one of those games where Detroit who already played well at home, already outstanding in divisional play. Um, they're going to like show they, – they know the world's watching, right? Mm-hmm. And they love being good, and like Campbell's going to have them fired up. Um, this is a whole new chapter for the Lions, right? Um, so I think the stat was like last time that they were eight and two on Thanksgiving was when JFK was alive, something crazy like that. So, um, this is going to be one of those games where, you know, it's not going to be hard to be fired up and we've seen, um, what this Packers team looks like without Aaron Jones. Um, so I I expect a big day from golf, big day from a lot of lines players. I think this is going to be a an absolute beat down um, seven and a half is the spread that's going to be in my super contest and it's my survivor pick for this week. Um, so give me all the lions and give me them by a lot. Yep. Oh I yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Love it. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, my other quarterback I want to highlight this week is good old Brock Purdy, Mr. Purdy. Purdy. Uh, he's been on a complete hot streak lately. Uh, last two weeks after the bye week, he had a quarterback six finish and a quarterback two finish last week, basically throwing 300 yards and three touchdowns back-to-back games. Um, Seahawks are bottom 12 against the pass. Uh, I think tomorrow night on Thanksgiving night, the game of the week or the last game of the Thanksgiving holiday, you're going to see Brock Purdy go out there and light it up. So uh, I w- I'd love to start him this week. Yeah, I I, he was almost on mine too. It's uh, when he's got the full set of weapons and Trent Williams, it's just a lot. Watch out. Yeah. 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 I agree. I don't have Purdy, but I want to have him. And uh, I actually picked him up in a league where I had Howell uh, and he was on the waiver wire. Um, picked up Purdy, started him over Dobbs and Howell. Um, uh, yeah, I like it. I love it. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's some egregious trends towards favorites over a touchdown or more on on uh, on Thanksgiving. I'll have for sure the Lions and the 49ers in my super contest, and I might make an exact decision on Cowboys as well. So uh, chalky, chalky Christmas. Love all the players on those three chalky teams. Christmas. Or, Thanksgiving, uh, whatever. <laughs> you know how I get. Um, anyways, yeah, chalky Christmas. Um, Christmas starting early. 
listening to uh, you know all the Christmas tunes tomorrow, mm -hmm. just watching the chalk fall out of the sky here in Austin, Texas. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, Shane, Shane O'Mac, what do you got? All right, so this guy I'm going with, he is like consensus quarterback 18 ranked for the week. Hey, so this is my Shane O'Mac, shocker of the week. And it is Gardner Minshew versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. Wow. Gardner Minshew is going to be a top 12 QB1 starting caliber quarterback this week. Wow. So, and I was looking, I the Bucs over the last three games have given up the most passing yards in the game, in the league. Um, and here's the other thing. So, like, during that three-game stretch, like, they're only allowing, like, 70 or 75 yards rushing. So, you attack them one way. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, Mitch, Minshew's had two games, I think, two or three, where he's thrown for more than 300 yards. So, he's got that capability. Definitely. Um, I think this is a game where he throws for 300. I love it that he gets Josh Downs back to pair with Michael Pittman. I just think it's a big game for him. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, I have uh, some players in that game later on and, and a few of my hey picks. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, Cole, what do you got? I love, uh, I love that. So I, the guy that I have here, um, I guarantee I'm putting up a 100% money back guarantee that Trucker also has him on his Ooh. list. Wow, really? CJ Strad. Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh I I love CJ Stroud this week. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But dang it. Go on with your take. Anyways, CJ Stroud, I love the Texans this week. I think it's a great spot for them at home against the Jags. Kind of coming out party as like we are they've shown that they're like a real, the real deal type team at home um, against the Jags team who like, I, I don't know that it's their division. I don't know that they lived up to expectations so far this year and like kind of took the bull by the horns, like everyone was expecting. And I think, um, I guess I could probably make some sort of a witty comment about the Texans horns and them taking the Jags, the Jags taking the Texans bull mm -hmm. by the horns. But anyways, <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I think they're here to, they're here to stay, man. I, I think they're good. I think we've seen that multiple times now um, where they've proven that they're contenders for that division and no better spot than to do it at home against the first place team. Um, Stroud's outstanding. Um, so yeah, I'm a believer in the Texans and I think Stroud gets it done. Uh, and slings it to Mr. Nico Collins and Tank, who you'll hear about later. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, you will. You will <laughs> definitely hear about them later. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for me. The only, the only other guy I wanted to – one of my honorable mentions I do like this week that I think is worth a spot uh, is Kyler Murray going against the Rams. Uh, Kyler Murray, he was a quarterback six last week. He's got a rushing touchdown each of the last two weeks. He looks really good out there, and he's definitely – I would start, uh, you know, Justin Fields, Brock Purdy, Kyler Murray over uh, Justin Herbert and uh, Tua. Um, so, you know, that, that's Josh Herbert. Did I say Josh Herbert? No. 
That's oh, okay. only, only one person. Comes <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Just checking. All right. Yeah. So um, I, yeah. I like one, o- one other guy that I have as well. I like Kyler. Um, one other guy that I have, like just kind of a throw in there is Desmond Ritter. Ooh, oh, wow. That is spicy. I Ooh. Ritter getting the ball back. I think, I think that like, this is just what I would do in his situation. So I could be Arthur Smith or Desmond Ritter's Desmond Ritter's situation. I think taking a step back and reflecting on what worked and what didn't work when he ran the ball that worked. Um, So if he kind of stylistically decides to be more of a pickup, the yards given to me with my feet instead of use my arm, which sucks. Um, I, I just feel like he's gotten some time to look back and be like, all right, this is what was working. This wasn't. And adding that run game element to that, that running game element to the offense makes him a better team, makes him a better quarterback. And the saints defense is one that quarterbacks have had success running against uh, most recently. Dobbs, right? Wasn't that Dobbs' first game as a uh, Viking? Yes, against the against the Falcons. Yeah, most. No, no, Dobbs Saints. against the Saints against the Saints. Oh yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, so so most that was the most recent. Like that defense can be ran on um, if you're a, if you're a quarterback. So I I think that could be a sneaky. That would be my shocker of the week, if you will. Is Redder getting the ball back, needing to capitalize on the opportunity, reflecting on you know what works for him, and that's his him extending plays with his legs. So I don't know. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Um, but that's kind of just my like theory. M- maybe even a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It'll probably benefit him handing the ball off to to uh, Bijan Robinson twenty four times in the game, you know. So we'll see we'll see what happens. But I, I like it. I like that spicy hot take of the week by Coles. Hot take. Um. All right. Are we good to move on, or any other quarterbacks we need to mention? No. Let's hit the running backs. Okay. Red light running backs. A player I want to bring up. Uh, he was on the graphic. You saw it first. Josh Jacobs going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are allowing the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs and the fifth fewest rushing touchdowns. Um, they're a really good defense, and Josh Jacobs just hasn't been good lately. Uh, last week, he was the RB 37. The week before, RB 21. He has not been involved in the passing game since Aiden O'Connell took over, and that's where a lot of his fantasy points came from in the passing game early on in the season. So, um, I, I, you know, he's he scored a touchdown in two out of the six games he's recently played. So he's just not scoring enough, not being involved in the passing game and going against a tough Kansas city defense. I would not be willing to trust Josh Jacobs this week. I think he's caught up in a, in a fair right yeah. now as well. Yeah. So, Bunch of women drama in his life. <laughs> yeah. So that could either be distracting or that could cause him to run all over the chiefs. I don't know which it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> It could be either or, you know, never know. Uh, Shane, what do you got? 
Uh, so my guy, first guy I'm going to go with, I think a lot of people are going to be plugging him in their lineup um, due to injury. And that is AJ Thunder Thighs Dylan on um, Thanksgiving. I think uh, they kind of look at what his production had been last couple of weeks. He's had some good receiving uh, production um, and just going to plug him in. But this has been a really good Lions run defense. Um, they've given up the fifth fewest rushing yards per game this year. And I just think, kind of like what Coles mentioned earlier, I feel like this is a game Detroit gets up big. Green Bay has trouble struggling points. I would say like 13 points max, I think. I think they're looking at 13, 14 points max. Yeah. Yeah, and um, as a little uh, trivia, do you guys know who giving up the second fewest rushing yards per game? Cleveland's got to be one, right? So who's number two? Who would be Dallas? Chicago Bears, baby. Oh, Chicago I. Bears giving up the second fewest rushing yards per game. So Did you see uh, there was a source it. that leaked that Eberflus and um, Poles are going to be gone after this year? Uh, I, well, I, I didn't Warren, see that. Warren's going to bring in his guys and um, and wants to be more involved with the football side. Okay, mm. that's great. I would imagine great. that I knew Eberflus wasn't going to last. He was going to be Does gone, that mean- but I didn't know. Does, oh, is this a Coles conspiracy? Does that mean <laughs> he, he did come from the Big Ten, didn't he? Yes. Who, yes there's ties. That, yeah, there's yeah, no he was Warren. The Big Ten. He was oh, a Warren. Big, Wasn't Ten he the Big commissioner Ten commissioner of the Big. Yeah, commissioner of the Big Ten, now Bears president. He's going to bring in his guys. And I know some coaches in the Big Ten that are under a little bit of that Could used it be to Jim play. Harbaugh? That used to play quarterback for the Chicago. Yep, let's go. It's uh, it's the reports are coming out that Jim is keeping an eye on the Bears' coaching job. So, uh, I think that's what's going to happen. That, but we'll talk more about that this off season. So yeah, that, that's, that could, that'll be a fun thing to watch. That could be another one of the those. Yeah, no, I read that today. Um, so. Makes sense. They're not going to do that during the season, but after the season, I don't know. I think the Bears are going to play relatively. Like, I could see them beating the Vikings. Um, oh yeah, I could know. see the yeah Monday um, Night Football game. Definitely, I could see that if they played the way they did through the first three quarters against the Lions. You know. Yeah, I think. But regardless, they're going to let those guys go and bring in. Uh, Warren's going to bring his guys. Anyways, yeah. Um, I don't. We're getting off track, but. I agree. I agree with whatever we were talking about before that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got for red light running back uh, Coles? So this is a guy that I love and I don't know that he was RB one last week, but I imagine he was RB one last week. Uh, Saquon Barkley. I think he was probably. Um, I think Saquon has a really tough matchup. Um, I mean, it's Belichick takes away the number one option and Belichick against DeVito, like good, good luck. (laughs) Uh, And I imagine DeVito Italian family from Jersey. He's going to Italian stallion. He's going to eat really good tomorrow. He's going to be sitting around on his ass watching football. And uh, he's going to be, you know, a little slow on Sunday, if you will. So I don't know. It's more about Belichick taking away Barkley, the number one option on a team um, with a really bad 
rookie quarterback. Makes a lot of sense to me. Shane, what do you got? Uh, My second guy is in the game we were just talking about. So I'm going Khalil Herbert. At little Herbie, Aggie, little Herbie, take little Herbie. a little, take a little seat on the bench this week, little Herbie. Herb, and and this is I don't even care if Foreman is out. I don't at this point. I'm not expecting him. If he does play, maybe it's going to be minimal that he plays. But um, this Vikings defense is pretty good, so they've given up the third fewest rushing yards per game, uh, like the ninth or tenth fewest fantasy points to running backs. Um, they just held Javante Williams to, I think it was like 35 yards rushing in yeah. that game. I just think it's a bad spot. I think we see a lot of fields running the ball and not a lot of opportunities for Herbert. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'd be nervous to start him. I have him in a couple leagues, and I'm trying to go elsewhere for sure. Yeah. A little Herbie. A little Herbie. Um, I, all right, well, uh, my – Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I, I have Mostert. Um, I can be quick there. Uh, that's another Dolphin <clears throat> another dolphin on the list against the Jets. Bad spot. Um, I just think it's going to be the Dolphins are going to struggle to get things going in this game. So, anyways. Yeah. Um, he, it, I'm surprised uh, we don't have a, a – a, uh, Culls and truck uh, clash of the week so far, but that was he was in consideration for a green light for me. I, mm. I I think if there's any any chance the Dolphins do anything against that defense, it's on the ground with Mostert. But it, it's a tough spot. You're you're absolutely right. So I did leave him off of my list. This is not a clash. Okay. Um, but I do have James Cook. James Cook on my mm. red light list this week going against the Philadelphia Eagles, the powerhouse. Uh, in Philly, the Eagles are giving up the fewest rushing towns, rushing touchdowns this season. Downs. Uh, rushing downs, rushing touchdowns. Downs. Uh, downs. Only three, three rushing touchdowns have given up on the season, which is insane. Uh, fewest rushing yards per game as well. Um, Cook, uh, RB ten last week because of the receiving touchdown, but he's only had three touchdowns on the season, so that's not a sticky stat. Um, and you'd kind of be banking on him to score a touchdown in a tough matchup. I'd be looking elsewhere, even in a brand new Joe Brady offense. Brady. Um, the, I'm just all over the place. But one thing I thought of about AJ Dillon is, does, isn't he have like a groin thing going on right now? He's going to play. They just announced that he'll take the play. Still. So here's another th- like thought is if I'm playing, if I'm sitting around playing DFS and like putting together a lineup and, you know, how you could do is like per game or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would be interested in one of those flyers on a Packers backup running back. Um, just from the standpoint of like, if Dylan goes down and it's a low exposure type play, um, who are their backup running backs? Little right. Patrick Taylor, Patrick actually. Taylor. Yeah. Patrick okay. Taylor or one of those guys might be a sneaky, yeah. like Dylan tweaks is growing early in a game where they're getting blown out and, you know, insert Taylor who gets a random touchdown and a few catches, something like that. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. ADD thought for me. <laughs> ADD. Um, Cole's ADD uh, thought of the week. <laughs> Alexander Madison is another guy. You mentioned the bears earlier. Um, being the best defense in, in football and um, Madison. <laughs> I love that. No, second, yeah. Yeah, second um, best against the run, but yeah. You know how I feel about Madison, Ty Chandler. I think he looks better. Bears are the best team in football currently. If <laughs> um, So, you know, just classic Bears. Yep, yep, yep. I like it. I like it. <laughs> 
Um, all right. I that's all that's everybody on my list. Shane, do you guys have anybody else do you no. want to mention? Let's green light it. All right. Oh, and to the green light running backs. Uh, I'll bring up the one that was on the graphic. You guys saw it first. That's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry going it. against the oh, you didn't see the graphic. It was uh no. Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry for red nice. light green light. So nice. Uh yeah, Derrick Henry, man. This guy has been a top 12 running back in four out of his seven games, his last seven. <laughs> Uh, but he's been matchup dependent, and this is one of the matchups that you're going to want to play him. The Panthers are giving up the ninth most rushing yards per game and the second most fantasy points per game to running backs. So I think this is a game where Derrick Henry eats, um, and I, I honestly I think Will Levis struggles a little bit. Wow, we are we're we're on the same page a lot here, um, which doesn't typically happen. I. I have Derrick Henry as well. I think this is just a Vrabel feeding him, you know, 50 touches. No, not actually, but, you know, I could see him carrying the ball 30 times or at least touching it 30 times. Um, Levis sucks. He's not good. Um, <laughs> and I said that after that first game. I was like, his his numbers were outstanding. Great start. But, like, if you looked at those throws, hmm. He made, I think, one really good throw there. Um, a lot of that was Hopkins, but anyways, like that's just teams having time to game plan for him, and he's just been so bad. I, I don't, I don't know. I Titans are still in a spot where they need to figure out that quarterback position. So I agree with the Levis take, but I think they're going to feed Henry and let him just go. You know, they have, they have. They have nothing to lose feeding Henry the ball that much, right? Like this season is all but lost and Henry slowing down in his career might as well have another couple 200 yard games with him. So I could see a huge day for him as well. Definitely. Uh, Shane, what about you? Hit that button. Let's go. First trifecta drop of week 12. I love it. Shane, talk to me. Yeah. I mean, what? He's RB49, RB39 his last two games. We talked about it on one of the shows. I don't remember which show it was. We talked about it. It's easy to identify when he's going to have good games, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, this is one of those that he's going to get. I think the stat I saw when he gets 20 or more rush attempts that he's been, like, a top nine running back. So he's going to easily get 20 rush attempts or more. Yeah, you know why that is? It's because the more you hand him the ball, the more the defense has to tackle him, and mm -hmm. he is not easy to tackle. Yeah, yeah. So I love um, it. Yeah, it's a smash spot for him this week. I agree. <clears throat> yeah, I love that. Uh, my other running back I want to highlight this week is Richard Chad White. Richard White. Chad uh, going against the Indianapolis Colts. I love Richard White this week. Uh, he has been a top fifteen running back each of the last five weeks. Uh, just consistently been, good, been killing it lately, mostly in the top 12, but he has one game outside of that. Uh, absolutely dominating. He scored a touchdown in each of the last three games. Uh, Colts are giving up the sixth most points per game to running backs and the eighth most rushing yards on the season. So I am expecting a big week, a big, big week from Rashad White. Yeah. I love Rashad White. Yep. So underrated in the fantasy world. I, Definitely. This, that, well, that's one of my so slow. That's one of my best wins of the season is Rashad White. Um, I don't. I never agreed with his whole efficiency bullshit that you know all the analytics threw at him. It's like he looks good running the ball. 
Like he is a well, like he, he looks, he's always looked good with the ball in his hands and he is like, I, I never really understood how people were all over Madison and then a hard fade on Rashad white. If you look at both of them running the ball, I think it's honestly comes down to people who watch football and then people who look at box scores. Um, so I, I, that was one of the big wins for me this year. I'm glad that he's been able to get the ball going through the air because unfortunately I don't know that the bucks offensive line is good and supports a good running back, but you know, he's been able to, he's been able to make it work. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Shane, what are you um, I'm going – I was really shocked at this ranking. Uh, this guy is ranked RB27 on the week, and I just think he should be more like around 12 or so because there's so many guys I would put him over this week, and that's Gus Edwards against the Chargers. Gus, Gus, you're all over Gus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know why. I, I like touchdowns, and if you get eight of them in his four-game span, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, he's been great. Um, you know, and I don't know if people are just, you know, when they're factoring that rank, yes, his rushing potential is limited in a Lamar Jackson offense and working in Mitchell and a little bit of Justin Hill. Like, he's only gone over 65 yards once this season, but, I mean, the touchdowns, anytime they're in the five, it's a lock. I think the the Ravens are going to have plenty of scoring opportunities. Um, and he could, I think this could be a game where he actually gets over that 64 yard rushing mark. I mean, the chargers have given up, I think it's over 120 yards rushing a game. Um, yeah. I just think there's so many guys I would play him. If you're like, if you're a DFS player that, you know, that you could use this him over this week. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I think he benefits from the uh, Andrews injury. Like, I could see the Ravens being more – they have always been kind of this way where they run the ball in the red zone, but I could see them even leaning on that more than they already have. So, uh, you know, he's it's been working, so if it ain't broke, but um, I like it, Gus, Gus Bus. I was so close to putting him <laughs> on my list. So close. <laughs> but, yeah, I love, I love Gus Edwards this week. He is ranked just criminally low, criminally yeah. low. The guy has nine touchdowns in the last five games. Gus like, that's us. insane. <laughs> insane. Is he going to oh, lead yeah. the league in rushing touchdowns? If he continues doing what he's doing, and yeah. why would he st- – I mean, yeah, I don't. I see no signs of him slowing down. This Ravens offense, Gus they us. have the best rushing attack in the NFL. So, I yeah, I, I think I, there's a good chance he will. Mm-hmm. Um, love that. All right. Uh, Calls, you got any other ones? Jameer Gibbs. Oh, I like it. I like and it. And I actually think he's going to be the turducken, uh, turducken boy. That's, okay. That's turducken I was going to say the same thing. You, you are going to be my, he was going to be my pick. Yeah. Whoa. I think like, I, I think he's breaking out right now, not only because he's an absolute stud, but I think the team like realizes that their offense is just better when he has the ball in his hands. So um, I, I think it's one of those like coming out, even like coming out to the general public, like, oh hey, what? It's a big thing to do on Thanksgiving Day in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's gonna be his big, like his big, his big, you know, coming out party where he just 
explodes and is the top five running back, you know, one of the one of the top um uh dynasty running backs moving forward. Uh, it's a huge, huge spot for Gibbs. Yeah, I, I almost had him and I, I was gonna do a little slash combo with him and Montgomery. I think the tandem of those two are going to eat this Thanksgiving. That's my turn. That was a, I was going to say. I think it is a duo to Drucken where they are sharing it. It's going to be Gibbs and Montgomery duo. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I I love I love that. Um, and yeah, I I just think Montgomery along with Gibbs, they're both going to have just a dominating performance. The two of them. I think both of them score a touchdown for sure. Oh yeah, I would say both score a touchdown. I think I I also think like Montgomery is just you heard it in an interview. I think it was Amon Ra's podcast where uh Gibbs was running off the field. Montgomery's like, Hey, do you want this touchdown? And he's like, Fuck yeah. So I think like <laughs> I think I think Gibbs, uh, you know, Montgomery's such a professional. I think Gibbs is starting to kind of get confidence with the team and um God, Montgomery's been good. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We can jump to wide receivers. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, this, is, right. this is going to be my 100% money back guarantee that Shane O'Mac has him on his list. I think – I already know. I think – I know. Yeah. That's funny. We're on, cause I was, was going to say the same damn thing. All right. I think, I'll, I'll let should, Shane, I, should I hit the drop before we uh, even – No, no, I'll, yeah, I'll, no I'll hit, I'll hit it. No, hit it. Boom. Hit it, Chuck. Shakalaka! Boom shakalaka! Okay. Boom shakalaka! Okay, there we there we go. All it's right, Amari Cooper. All, yep, Amari Cooper. I was gonna say let's all say it on three. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm my yep. bad, my bad. But no, yes, it's Amari Cooper. Yep. Going against Denver. Shane, why don't you go ahead and kick it off since you are the the guy to talk shit about Amari Cooper? <laughs> I am not gonna I will refrain from saying the road Cooper name because he did remedy that at Baltimore. So I'm not saying that for the rest of the year, um, but uh, it's a, he's got Dorian Thompson Robinson who just that hurts him. And this Denver defense has improved. Like they've been a top 10 defense and passing yards allowed per game in the last three games. Um, and they're just a tougher one. And I think he's going to get shadowed by Patrick Sertain uh, most of that game. So it's just, it's a low scoring, bad fantasy type of game. Yeah, I even I, I looked it up. Uh, Denver the last three weeks, they held Jordan Addison to forty-four yards, Stephon Diggs to thirty-four yards, mm. and Kelsey fifty-eight yards. So yeah. just dominating performance on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yep. Got anything to add, Coles? No, I, you guys didn't. No need. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, then, uh, can we go two for two here? I don't know. We'll we'll see. But my my next wide receiver is DeAndre Hopkins, uh, going against Carolina. We talked about um, you know Derrick Henry being a good play this week. Well, I think DeAndre's a bad play, um, along with what Coles was saying. Will Levis is just not the guy right now. Uh, we'll see how he, if he can improve. But the Panthers are allowing the fifth fewest passing yards per game. Uh, Hopkins is wide receiver eighteen last week with a touchdown. But prior to that, he was wide receiver 57 and wide receiver 27. He's only averaging like four receptions a game. So he's a risky play this week to me. Shane, do you agree? Yeah, he was close to being uh, on mine. I just had a stronger feeling on somebody else, but he was definitely one of my guys I was thinking about. Yeah. All right, well, who is on your list, Shane? Uh, I am going with Jalen Waddell at the Jets. Ooh. 
And gosh, there is, I am a Waddle owner in multiple leagues and it's been frustrating. So he's been outside the top 30 wide receivers five times this year, including in his last two games. This Jets defense has been very good. I think we all know how good they've been against the pass or against receivers this year. But then I went and looked last year and in the two games Waddle faced the Jets last year, he only had eight catches for 67 yards. He was the wide receiver 76 and the wide receiver 38. It is not a good history. Shane, we are going back and forth with this week because there's players that I am like so close to putting on my list and Jalen Waddle was right there. So I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I, he's just, he's so aggravating this week or this, he is. this season. He's been so aggravating. He like is. You see some games where he's like, he looks great and they throw in the ball a ton, like eight targets, seven targets in the first half. And then all of a sudden disappears. Yep. So I, I love it. Coles, what do you got? Um, well, I actually have him on my green light list. No way. Clash of yeah. the week. Yeah, that's my big clash of the week. Um, I told you I was going to be red. Yeah, I told you I was going to be middling, and it's not going to make sense. But it's just one of those like, it's just going to be one of those things. Um, Yeah, I think this. Remember when I said I was going to start screenshotting and coming here with statistics to back what Mm -hmm. I have to say? (laughs) It didn't happen. It it did not happen. (laughs) But um, I. I did read that um, it had something to do with the Jets, um, their numbers this year against the slot. And I think it was like maybe eighth most yards given up to slot receivers. Um, So with a team that seems like um, their offense, their defense is one of the best in the league. And, you know, they've made a, they've made an absolute hell um, for, as we mentioned, Herbert, um, Mahomes, Allen, these the Hurts, these top quarterbacks in the league. Well, that has been the one, um, I guess, hole you could poke through that defense. And um, I think between what you guys just mentioned with Waddle, um, with with Waddle having a tough season, I could see this be one of those situations where McDaniel knows that is their one weak spot in the defense and they just try to attack it. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm usually never the person that's going to red light uh, to uh, and green light Waddle, but for some reason, weird reason, I think this is going to be a huge Waddle game. Oh, man, now you're giving me so much to think about my two leagues. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really am. And and just, just, just don't stick with your instincts on this one. Um, And it's probably just going to frustrate you even more. It's one of those things that like you can't figure him out. He's going to have two touchdowns Um, for some weird, whatever reason I'm going to be right. But um, I just stick with your instincts. Sit them because I don't even like that I'm doing a red light to a green light waddle. It's just going to be one of those weird things that doesn't make sense. But it's well, and I hate red lighting any dolphins really most week because it's just the explosive nature that could happen. That's what I, yeah, yeah, definitely, totally agree. Um, so, anyways, uh, my other red light, uh, wide receiver is DK. 
and I don't actually know what's going on with his toe. I know he's, you know, a little banged up. Why I have him on there is I think this is going to be a Niners domination game, but also DK is such an emotional player that I could see this game just like not really going their way. Gino getting a little bit frustrated and the offense kind of just, you know, having a tough guy. It's going to be one of those situations where Gino isn't performing. DK is going to get pissed off and he's just emotional, man. Like he could maybe start feeling that toe a little bit more and start complaining and just kind of a snowball uh, type negative game for, for DK. He's on my red light list. Yeah, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Are we good to jump to green light? Or we got any more? I'm oh, let's jump. All right, let's do it. Uh, my green light wide receiver of the week. Uh, I have the two of mine actually coincide with both of your guys's green light quarterbacks Ooh, and it's tank Dell and Michael Pittman. So those two guys I want to highlight this week, tank Dell has just been scorching the earth uh, with his playing this, this past couple of weeks, fourth most passing yards per game is allowing Jacksonville is allowing per game. Uh, and the ninth most fan, fantasy points per game to wide receivers uh, last three weeks for tank Dell, he's getting double digit targets, Two top three finishes, including a wide receiver one finish where he was the best wide receiver in the week. Uh, four touchdowns in those games. Just com- There's nobody hotter right now than Tank Dell. And did you see he officially changed his name to Tank? It's no longer Nathaniel. Yeah, I, I, I never called him Nathaniel. I always did. Well, well, that was the reason why he changed it, because he's like, all right, well, you know, I, in, the, in the app and, and, you know, on paper, it's always been Nathaniel Dell. But it, now it's officially Tank, yep. no longer Nathaniel. Switch his name. Name change. Name change. Official, official name change. It's that official. alone. That that alone should be the reason to green lighting. Yeah, that's a bomb. I, right. I mean, that's he plays bomb. like a tank. He is a tank. He's been killing it this week. This past couple weeks, I think that continues against Jacksonville. And then uh, Michael Pittman going against Tampa Bay. Uh, I know you talked about Gardner Minshew being on your green light list. I love him this week. Uh, Michael Pittman, top fifteen guy in each last five games. Uh, he's been getting a lot of targets. Week six, 14 targets. Week eight, 13 targets. Week 10, 12 targets. Tampa Bay has given up the second most passing yards per game. Michael Pittman's going to eat this week. I, I can almost guarantee it. Yep, I've got Pittman also. So Hey, I have Tank also. All right. Oh, look at that. I, have Collins, I have Collins and Tank. Um, I mentioned Stroud. I just love the Texans in this game. I think they make a statement. So have yep. both of them. Yep. Wonderful. That makes me feel a lot better about my picks. So, mm-hmm. uh, who else you guys got? Ayuk and CD Lamb. Oh, CD Lamb, number one wide receiver on the week, probably. Uh, yeah, he's my number one receiver this week. I think he's going to dominate. I have him being the turducken player for yeah. that game. Um, so, so far I have Gibbs and, and CD. So, uh, yeah, I had him as my wide receiver three. Um, going into the year and he's playing outstanding. I think it continues. I think him and Dak um, probably position themselves. It's going to be one of those situations where they are building on all this momentum. The defense starts to look good again. Cowboy fans think they're contenders and then they lose in the first round of the playoffs. True. Since hey, <laughs> so you mentioned it, and and it's Thanksgiving tomorrow, and and cousin Kent is going to be at Thanksgiving. 
I'm just going to take a moment to shout out Cousin Kent. Thank you for trading me C.D. Lamb for Calvin Ridley right after the 49ers game. It's been a great three or four game stretch. And that is the thing I'm most thankful for this Thanksgiving is that trade. So thank you, Cousin Kent. It was straight up C.D. Lamb for uh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Cousin Kent, um, I hope that you drink your sorrows away and CeeDee Lamb has three touchdowns and the entire family laughs at you. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Sorry to get sidetracked there. Go ahead. Who yeah, do you that's got? A great one. That's a great oh, yeah, one. Um, no, I mean, I, I had a Tank Dell and Michael Pittman right. on my green light, but I also like to highlight Zay Flowers uh, going against the Chargers Ooh, like this that. week. Zay Flowers, uh, after Mark Andrews goes down in the one game that we got in the sample size this season, Mark Andrews didn't play was week one and Zay Flowers just went off. He started the season off uh, on fire. So I think he kind of picks up where he left off that game and has a really good game. The Chargers are the worst team against the pass. They're giving up the most uh, passing yards per game. And I think Zay Flowers, especially with uh, Odell Beckham dealing with the shoulder injury as well. I think Zay Flowers has a phenomenal game. All right, so I'm just going to do a boom shakalaka because I had Zay Flowers and Michael Pittman, so it's a mini boom shakalaka since nice. I had the exact two same guys. Nice, nice. Yeah, and well, the thing I noticed about Flowers is, I mean, could you imagine what that fantasy day looked like? Would have looked like point wise if it wasn't for that ridiculous holding call by Odell on that 68 yard touchdown pass. Very different game. Yeah, I mean, he that alone would have been a 12 points added to his total. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Coles, what else do you got? Anything else? Or you you already gave all yours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, uh Shane O'Mac, this is our time for the red light tight ends of the week that Coles does not take part in. And I have a couple guys that I don't feel great about. I don't I don't like them being a red light, but I would be cautious about starting them this week. I'm very nervous. Okay. Um, and it's Sam Laporta and Cole Komet. Oh. Um, Sam Laporta, we've been seeing a downtick yeah. in his production lately. However, it's so hard to go against somebody like Sam Laporta because he has been such a big part of this offense uh, in previous weeks. So uh, I, I'm nervous about starting Laporta. If I have other options, I'm going with them. Same thing with Cole Komet. Uh, we saw last week he didn't really get involved as much as DJ Moore did. Prior to the injury that Justin Fields sustained, Yes, he was involved, and maybe that picks up this week. And I could be wrong on both of these guys, which in my yeah. case, will yeah, I'll, I'll probably be wrong on both of them. Coles probably has both of them on his green light list, along with 12 other tight ends. But, well, but yeah, Shane, when you have 12 of them on there, yeah, Shane, Shane, Shane what, what, what guy do you have on your red light list? So I get your point with Laporta. Remember on our Road Rage episode, I talked about, like, I'm wondering if this is a trend now that they've got all of these weapons playing. They've got both running backs. They've got Jamison Williams, and then you still got St. Brown. And now they're bringing Donovan Peoples-Jones in. Does he start to lose targets and catches? As good as he is, it does make me nervous. I've got him in multiple leagues, and it is making me a little bit nervous right now. Not that I'm going to bench him for somebody else, but yeah. I, it's something I'm keeping my eye on. Yeah. Um, but my red light guy, and I think because he had his bye last week, people may have forgotten about, you know, what he did before the bye week, but it's Kyle Pitts. Um, and don't forget, people, he's only had two top 10 tight end finishes this year. 
Um, he's got the Saints, who are one of the better defenses against tight ends this year. They've only allowed 24 receiving yards a game to tight ends per game. Yeah, uh, Kyle Pitts is uh, – I don't even consider him anymore. Like, he's just on the forever uh, red light list until until further notice. So, yeah, I, I love that. Um, I right. have all three of those guys on my green light list. Of oh, course you, you do. You have Kyle Pitts too? Oh yeah. Oh, of course he's got, God. he's got Desmond Ritter on his green light list. So Bingo. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Coles, oh. take it away. Not only, not only that, I am also looking to see if I can, what up, what the odds on a parlay with all three scoring a touchdown. Oh, <laughs> not a bad parlay. Um, but you can't get those odds on I'll look at that later and potentially see what happens there but yeah I, I have Laporta I think he scores a touchdown um, I think they just need to start getting him more involved one of those situations where you know we've seen it with Goddard where he goes missing and then they make a point to get him involved I think we see that with Laporta um and, uh, you know, I just – I get the feeling that Laporta is a Thanksgiving guy. They call him Sammy Game Time. They, he knows everyone's watching. He's going to come out and do something outstanding, and I'm going to be sitting on my ass full, probably eating, like, chips and guac or something as it happens. I can just see it already. Um, <laughs> Manifest it. Manifest, yeah. So I have Laporta, Ferguson, and Parham from Ooh. tomorrow's from tomorrow's games. Um, I have Hawkinson, Komet on Monday night, and then I have Njoku, Schultz, McBride, Kincaid. Is this an all-time high? How many is that? Twelve. Ten. 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 Jesus Christ. Ten. 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 Yeah. Okay. Cole's top 10 tight ends of the week. Do we got any of your guys on there? You oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I'm, Shane, I, I can't speak for you, but I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Shane, why don't you go ahead and talk about your green light tight ends? Uh, it is David Njoku. So, uh, yeah, it ties into how much I don't like Cooper. Like, That's so uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, just he, he hones, he, that's his safety valve. You know, he's had nine and 15 targets the last two games. Yeah. That's, that's a good stat to follow when you've got a tight end that you're going to play. Um, so Shane I just think it's, hatred for Amari Cooper is so it? deep that he green lights in Joku. <laughs> <laughs> I do that 15 targets last week. Like that's insane. Ex cowboy Amari Cooper is hated so much by a diehard cowboy fan that Listen. he, after this season over is over, Truck and I will go see a therapist. We'll figure out what Truck's hate with DeAndre Swift is, and we'll get yeah. deep down to my hate for Amari Cooper. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it, I, I feel like Sounds Truck like used to. I feel like Truck used to draft Swift. I, he might have even been like top three on your rankings preseason last year, and you just got burned so hard that you have a huge grudge. Uh, inaccurate, but good try. <laughs> good try. Um, right. Yeah, I have, I have, a, I have David and Joko on my list as well. It's just uh, pretty obvious. Broncos are giving up fourth most points. Boom shakalaka. Yep, uh, that is definitely a boom shakalaka drop. Um, yeah, David and Joku just seems like DTR's favorite target, and I don't think that goes away this week. 
I also want to highlight one more. And Coles, I don't think this guy was on your list of 10. Well, he is now. Um, Evan Ingram going against Houston. Uh, I think Evan Ingram has a good game this week. Um, you know, I talked about Denver giving up a lot of points, tight ends. Houston gives up even more. So uh, it's a great play for tight ends. Evan Ingram should, in my opinion, should be that um, shining star on this Jacksonville Jaguars team this week. And I expect a big target total, you know, seven, eight, nine targets, a uh, big game from Evan Ingram. All right. Well, I'll put him on my list as well, make it 11. <laughs> and then we're going to make it 12 and round out the episode with Taysom Hill. Oh, no, no yes. way you are green lighting Taysom Hill. Let's <laughs> go. Taysom, Taysom, Taysom. Oh. I love it. I love it. I couldn't love it any more than that. <laughs> After going away for a game, Saints are going to get him work, making a point to work him back in the offense, give him the red zone work, and that's going to lead to a couple touchdowns, maybe one through the air, one through the ground. Um, actually, the, the, there's a fun stat out there. If you look at all of his games – uh, going against that defense, he has like a, his stats are insane going against that defense. And then on top of that, Michael Thomas is out, uh, and uh-huh. Derek Carr is questionable for this game. So, like, go ahead and green light him. I gave you Ingram. Take take Taysom Hill as well. I'll take Taysom Hill. Yeah, that it's about good. family. Come on, green light list. Yeah, I I love it this week. He's right. he's a great track record going against the defense. Derek Carr, oh. if he doesn't play, then Taysom's going to be playing some quarterback and. Uh, should be a good game. So Derek Carr might not play. Yeah, he's questionable. He's questionable. Well, then that should be a trifecta. Um, but anyways, yeah. All right, great. I have twelve green light tight ends, <laughs> an all time high. Yeah, I mean, come on, high. tight ends, big boys. They like to eat. Thanksgiving. <laughs> what better week to go off than Thanksgiving? And Culls is the tight end whisperer. So yeah, and I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tweet out or have she. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tweet out what those odds are, if we can get him, because that could be the roadie, the roadies parlay of the week is your fading, uh, your guys' red light picks. The roadies oh. red light parlay of the week. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> you just pulled that out of your ass just perfectly. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah, yeah I like it too. Um, um, well, yeah. let's go through our turducken picks. I have Gibbs. I have CD. And then in the last game, give me – gosh. Give me – uh, Three for three? Give me go Nick ahead. Bosa. Oh. Mm. Okay. Is he playing? Wrong pick. No, he's going to play. Yeah, he's he's going to play, and he's going to have a great game. Yeah, and I don't think Nick he's going to win the turducken. Give me Nick Bosa. Let's give it mm. to a defensive player in there. Okay. It's going to be Brock Purdy. Okay. Brock Purdy's on my green light. Brock Purdy's going to have a hell of a game. It's going to be his first uh, turd duck, and he's the young kid. He's, you know, he's Mr. Uh, uh, um, ir- or what was it? I can't remember the name again. Um, irrelevant. irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. He's he's playing lights out right now. I think he has another big game, and uh, he's going to get the turd duck. And so I, on top of your two picks, um, Jameer Gibbs, CD Lamb, and uh, to close it out, I think Brock Purdy. Okay. I've got the I've got a two for a combo. It's gonna be both lines running backs sharing yep. it for sure. I am going Dak is gonna get the traducan in the yep. Cowboys game. And then I am gonna go C McCaffrey is gonna get the traducan in that game. He's gonna put up three touchdowns. 
Is uh, uh, do we do we have Jackson Mac? Is he within shouting distance? Oh yeah, hold on. Let me let me get him. Let me uh, let me just pull Chad. Hey Chad, Jack. We want the meatloaf. We want the meatloaf, Jax. Jax, get Jax in here, and we want to hear his uh, turducken picks. Uh, Maybe just for the Cowboys, if that would be easier for him. Yeah, and also if if Jax O'Max unless he can unless he can do all three games, let's do all three. But that's. well, that's our that's our uh, Jaxo Mac um, segment of the week, and I have a question for him. Okay, he is uh, coming down. <laughs> probably. Is he, what is he probably, doing? Is he a gamer? Is he? Oh yeah, he's crushing? probably he's probably crushing some Fortnite right now. Fortnite. Fortnite. The kids love that Fortnite. Yeah. Nice. Calls a funny thing on our live stream. Um, we were getting a bunch of questions. Do you remember when Tyreek Hill came on the live stream? Not the actual player, but the uh, Tyreek Hill was in the chat asking questions. His name the was Tyreek Hill. The YouTube name. Yeah. You don't remember that, Calls? No. People it was asked. on one of our previous drafts. Uh, yeah, one of our previous live drafts or uh, live shows. And so all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, we have CD Lamb. And then there's uh, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, what is going on with all these names? And I'm like, Coles is, you were at the wedding. I'm like, dude, he's messing with us for sure. He's messing with us. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Turns out it's all of Jackson Max friends and their, oh. their names on YouTube are their favorite players. So that's I awesome. Just, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I got mean, a kick out of it. We just dominated that middle school demographic, that episode. <laughs> we need to keep doing it. We need to keep <laughs> push it out, push it out. <laughs> I love it. That was great. Uh, All right. Well, while we wait for Jackson Mac, um, we'll do a shout out to Rule One. This episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter promo code Roadies40 at checkout for 40% off. That's Roadies40. And if you act now, they have a special Black Friday discount 50% off. Limited time offer. Go and get you some protein. They got some delicious treats over there. All right, let's have a seat. Jackso Mac. We need to get an entrance Jack-so music. Jackso Mac. We need to get some Jackson Mac entrance music. Yeah, yeah. How you All doing, right. Jax? Good. All right, nice. Jackson Mac. We got a. We what? just gave our picks for yeah, the uh, for the three games. Who's going to win the Turducken MVP of the games? So we want to hear who you got. Oh, he he's got somebody he wanted to bring up as his start of the week. Okay. Okay. Jackson Max, start of the week. Let's go. I don't even know who this is gonna be, so <laughs> we'll see if we it's mine thoughts. I'm gonna go with Jerome Ford. Oh you know what? I was gonna green light him. Put Jerome Ford on my green light list as well. I love it. I love it. Jerome Ford, Jackson Mac, uh, start of the Jackson week. Mack, thank you for mentioning that because I, 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 when I was walking, uh, I was walking to the gym and I was thinking of um, Broncos gave up, you know, they gave up a lot on the ground. Um, and DTR is just, I mean, let's be honest, if the Browns are going to win games the rest of this year, it's going to be that offensive line flexing their muscles and um, leaning a lot on Ford and Hunt. And I think this is going to be a good Ford game. So, Love that pick. Love it. That's awesome. Well, Jax, the question they were going to ask you for the Cowboys game, they always give a turkey leg for the most valuable player for the whoever wins. So assuming we know the Cowboys are going to win, who do you think they're <laughs> going to give the turkey leg to? Which Who's your pick for the Cowboys? Like quite a serious? 
Huh? Like who's who's going to be the most valuable player for the Cowboys tomorrow? Probably like. Well, don't tell depends, me. Depends, cause like probably Dak or CD, cause they've got good point. Cause okay. Dak, Dak's been doing really, really good recently. So yeah. Well, Dak. who do you who do you like better, Dak or CD? Yeah, choose one. CD Lamb. Oh, okay. let's go. Jackson O'Mac and I are on the same exact page to, uh, for for this week. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Beautiful. All right. Well, um, Jackson O'Mac, can you sign us off real quick? Give Wait, us a oh no, uh, first favorite side. Thanksgiving side. Oh, what's your favorite thanks Thanksgiving side? What's your favorite dish on the plate? Um, probably the I mean, like side or main dish. No side dish. Oh, side dish. Yeah, the rolls. Roll bread rolls, oh, crescent nice. rolls. I oh. like it. Out of yeah. left field, those are delicious. What? Do you, <laughs> last question. What do you think about cousin Kent? <laughs> I'm just telling him that cousin Kent traded me CD Lamb like three weeks ago. <laughs> Calvin Ridley. I'm trying to trade someone for Dak Prescott. Oh, I need Dak All right. Prescott. Well, we need you yeah. first thing when you see cousin Kent be like horrible trade, Kent. <laughs> yeah. Just tell him. You, you got to do better than that. Yeah. yeah. I used to look up to you, cousin Kent. Now, uh, <laughs> 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 all right well uh we appreciate everybody for watching uh thank you very much uh good luck on your thanksgiving games and jacks sign us out real quick tell everybody what they should do what should they do oh yeah uh buckle up